Trying to save your souls from damnation So if you down with the message Tune in every week It will lead you to the message that you seek Uh everybody for supporting welcome to the real word season 5 episode 28 we thank everybody that follow us on the youtube that's the real word tv on youtube one word the real word tv on youtube shout out to everybody that follow us on facebook um at the real word ministries inc on facebook or you can put facebook.com backslash the real word seven that's the real word seven with the number seven um, shout out to everybody that follow us on Instagram at the Real Word Ministries Inc. That's the Real Word Ministries Inc. on Instagram. Shout out to everybody that watches on the Brick Network every Tuesday and Thursday at 1 p.m., 4 p.m., and 12 noon. So shout out to everybody that watches on cable TV. We're on Verizon, Optimum, and Spectrum. So we thank you for joining us today. I'm here with my co-host. I mean, well, hold on. How we? How many times you gotta tell them we everywhere every week? <laughs> oh yeah, we on the, um, Spotify, Apple Podcast, and SoundCloud for the podcast too. But you know, it's the one and only A Serving. I'm your Instagram A Serving Eleven. No Eleven. That's not my account. <laughs> and we got a special guest in the building. Introduce yourself. My name is Yvette Anthony. And we met through ministry. Facts. And I'm here today to just talk about thankfulness, gratefulness, and I'm glad that we are brothers and sisters in Christ. We have mutual goals, like helping the community, helping Amen. others, and we're going to combine and do some awesome things. Amen, amen, amen. So we thank you all for joining us tonight. Um, shout to my boy, um, Dolly, Dolly James on... On Facebook and Instagram, Black Mamba. Um, this is brand right here. Does he see it? See? So shout out to all the black entrepreneurs out there that's doing their thing. Gentile Lives Matter. Um, for those that don't know what a Gentile is, a Gentile is a sinner. Um, back in the days, they, they, they would consider anyone that wasn't a Jew Gentile. And we know that Jesus came to save not only the Jews, but both Jews and Gentiles. So those that are... Those that know God and those that don't know God. And that's our jobs as Christians to save everyone, regardless of their race, background. We're here for all of them. So shout out to Dolly James for doing that idea. Shout out to everybody for supporting the real word. And we support those that support us. So shout out to black businesses. So our guest today, Ms. Yvette, had a special topic that she wanted to speak to today. So let's start. So I'd like to start with a prayer. 
Okay. Because anything we do, it's good to incorporate God. Amen. And with that, we get more wisdom, we get clarity, we continue to increase our unity, and just do a lot of things. Amen. So Heavenly Father, we thank you for this opportunity to welcome you in the midst. Father, all those that are being affected, all those who hear this message, hear this word, they're inspired to continue to stay in touch with you. Father, your word is ongoing, it's continuous, it's life. And we thank you, we trust you, we bless you, we magnify you. Thank you for this unity and this meeting. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen. Amen, amen. amen. So let's start off. Okay, so I want to just pose a question. What are you thankful for? What am I thankful for? Um, I'll say I'm thankful for my family. I'm thankful for life. I'm thankful for knowing God because God has made a lot of changes um, through me and through the ministry, the real world ministry, shout out. Um, we've been able to touch thousands of people mm -hmm. and reach millions of people. And honestly, I would never have thought that I was able to reach that. You know, we have combined over a million views um, on this um, platform that we've created. We've helped feed thousands of people, literally. Mm -hmm. We helped close thousands of people, literally. Um, and we operated outside of the church, as in like we was literally on street corners handing things out um, for multiple years. You know, we, we handed out, I think, over 500 turkeys in the last three years. Um, how many coats? I would say over a, a thousand coats in the last three years. Thousands, are, thousands of articles of clothing, hundreds of toys. Um, um, we did the Crown Heights. We did Brownsville, Brooklyn. We did East New York. We did um, Harlem. 125th, we fed the homeless there, we did the South Bronx, um, we fed people in Mississippi even, um, we did work in Arizona, um, we did work in Florida, so there's a lot of places that we've been able to touch, you know, and a lot of people that we've been able to help, even people in India, like I've helped people in India that we've kept private as well so you know the ministry is growing and every day we get emails people asking for help but we can't help everybody we're gonna be broke if we give everything away <laughs> so you know um i'm just thankful for that i'm thankful for a voice um i want to shout out um pastor wilfred um gene lewis he was the pastor that gave me my first platform i mean besides facebook obviously um but he gave me the first platform in regards to ministry in the church, um, he saw leadership qualities in me when it, when everybody looked down on me because of my appearance, because of my background and whatnot. Um, but he 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 took the initiative and he helped make me into a leader. He helped me discover what I already had inside of me, similar to how God pulled out Moses, Noah, and all those other guys that had the leadership qualities that they didn't know that they had. But sometimes you need someone to help take pull that out of you. And sometimes when you know. That's pulled out of you. You you could touch thousands of people and reach thousands of people. So that's what I'm thankful for. Amen. And yes. I mean, for me, I start off with the basics. I'm thankful for. I'm thankful for the fact that I'm able to have food on my plate every. Have food on my plate every day. Have a shelter to sleep on not going through too much struggles throughout corona not catching corona but to go more deep into con to go more deep into it i'm thankful i'm thankful for um leaving college because leaving when i left college that's when i felt like 
I really became woke. Like, that's when I really started waking up and I started studying the Bible more. So I'm thankful for that. And from being able to study the Bible, I probably, um, I left school. Yeah, I left school. So I, yeah, I went to school 2016. I probably left, yeah, 2018. So in a two year span of leaving school and coming back to the city, I came back to church. And I think it was a blessing that I came back to church because when I came back to church, that's when I met Ricard. Amen. And for me and Ricard, I don't know when did he see this talent in me. I don't know, but I guess he seen it. <laughs> That's the benefit. Yeah, he seen the talent in me, and then he took me under his wing, and now I'm doing the real world. And Amen. from doing the real world, I became more of like a calm person, more caring. I started doing stuff like. When I would be driving around, I would see homeless people. I would give them money. Sometimes, if I'm not really too busy, I would like go in the stores with them, get them food as well. So I never really predicted myself doing that at this age because the things I had planned for myself at this age is totally opposite from what I'm doing right now. But I'm very grateful for that because I mean, when I left, when I left college, I started praying a little bit more, and from there, like I'm really happy of where my life is at right now because I've learned a lot, and I'm more of a calm person. And a lot of people be telling me, "Why are you so quiet?" Especially the people that know my past. They be like, yeah, you grew up a lot. You came a long way. You become more of a gentleman. So I'm grateful for that. That's awesome. That's awesome. And I want to share a little bit about myself and why I'm thankful. I'm thankful I met Pastor Ricard. <laughs> and I have the opportunity to be here. And because of the community outreach that we both have a heart for, Mm. I'm thankful that I love God as passionately as I do and that's also a good connection with Pastor Ricard because he's passionate about community, he's passionate about helping others and I love doing the same. I'm thankful that God has given me ideas to be able to bless others. Now I've started with small little projects and my most recent project is uh, baby blessings at hospitals and what I've been doing is giving gift bags to new moms and new babies at city hospitals mm -hmm. ultimately i'd like to have a contract to be able to do that and god gave me this idea because the corona pandemic started and in every disaster good comes out of disasters that's true and a lot of people are not working but babies are being born all the time of course and there are always situations where people are in need and with the baby gift bag project I've been able to bless hospitals with baby gift bags, which has the essentials, pampers, wipes, body wash, onesies, and a daily bread. I make sure I include the daily bread. Everyone knows about God, but a lot of people do not have a relationship with God, and that's what matters. And I'm thankful that I can be used by God to be able to 
make this contribution and encourage people across the board, have a relationship, read that scripture every day. Be thankful every day. And I just want to share this encouraging word with everyone. Be thankful every day. You wake up. You don't have to do a deep prayer like one of the rich pastors or the famous pastors in the world. <laughs> but you can be thankful. Thankful you're waking up. Thankful you're good and good. You're in a good mind. Your body is in good health. Your children, your family. And if it's not so, you speak the word. Speak the word that you will have a happy home. You do have a happy home. Your life is full of peace and joy. And you're thankful to God for doing awesome things in your day, in your family, in your assignment, in your income, in your outgo. Just everything that you do, be thankful to God. Be grateful for where you are, what you're doing. It could have been worse. And I just love encouraging people one step at a time, one day at a time. Everyone is different. Everyone's goals are different, but we all could be thankful. I'm thankful that I'm here. I'm thankful that I can encourage someone else to be thankful. Thankful your family. Hugs and kisses, I love that. <laughs> because with hugs and kisses, um, it could be emotional, but it's effective. And everybody loves a hug every once in a while. Being thankful you have children, being thankful they're wonderful. And even if they're not so wonderful, you squeeze them and squeeze the wonderful happiness into their lives. Because that's what they need, to know their parents love them and they're good. They're here as a blessing to us, and I'm thankful that I'm here, that I can continue to do that. Partnering with this wonderful man of God, partnering with this other divine connection, and wonderful things happen, and it grows, and it multiplies. Amen, amen. That's very true. So why do you think some people, they have a lot to be thankful for, but they oftentimes overlook it because they don't have as much as other people? I think the reason why people do that is because we have social media nowadays so it's like with social media everybody is watching what the next person is doing and when you go on social media and you see people is living the lavish life at let's say an early age or whatever and you feel like this is where i'm supposed to be at so now for Especially for the people, you know, that likes money or deals with depression. They feel like, oh, I'm a failure at life. I'm a nobody because I'm not at this certain position. But the one thing I know is, like, everybody posts their success, but nobody ever want to post or talk about their failures. Mm -hmm. And I feel like a lot of people don't look at that. It's like everybody just look at the success, but nobody knows how much money you had to spend or how much days of no sleep or even times where you went broke just to be able to be at this stage level you at with all the money. So I feel like social media causes that a lot because you basically looking at the next man. You always trying to compare yourself to somebody else and the one thing I know about when you always try to compare yourself to somebody else you're not being your true self because at the end of the day you're not in somebody else's skin you're in your own skin you're we all we all was made God all made us made us all unique in his own in his own way so we all have talent we all have talents and sometimes we overlook our talent and try to do something else but if we just let God just take control then 
our talent won't show more. Mm -hmm. I'm so glad you asked that question because one of the things I think of is uh, going back to basics. It's good to be able to afford certain luxuries, mm -hmm. whether it's you go on a nice vacation, whatever that is, or just go out to a nice place to eat with some friends, but always coming back to basics. Coming back to basics meaning I'm thankful I have an opportunity to be here in your studio that you have created. It does what it's supposed to do until you get your whole floor. <laughs> and you make this space comfortable, it's efficient, and it's doing what it's supposed to do. You don't have to compare to another radio station. You don't have to compare to another radio station in another city. You are getting all the resources and the connections while you're here. And it's always good to be thankful of the small things. And one of the um, thoughts that always come to mind, you have a washing machine or a car. If it's missing a washer, it's as small as a dime. It does not function properly. And in our lives, people tend to overlook the smaller things. That's a very true. Those small things matter. And that's why the scripture says, God can count all the hairs on your head. Whether you have a little bit of hair or a lot of hair, God can count it. This is how powerful God is, and it cannot be overlooked. And you made a good point when you said that social media consumes people. It does. But you have to, you as an individual, when you have priorities in life, social media is not a priority right now. If you need to do an assignment for school, you have to just, you know what, I have to do a paper. I cannot look at social media for the next two, three hours. You have to focus on what's a priority. People have a hard time doing that. <laughs> yeah, of course. It's unfortunate. Yeah. The, the one thing I know is like of why I said social media like distracts a lot of people is because like the game of social media, the music industry and everything, their tactics of how they work is basically a lot of the artists that's out like they don't really have none of this money it's not their money it's like they're being funded by rich people right. and those people that's funding them right. it's called free and free sponsorship they give them these chains or all these designer clothes and all that to wear put them in music videos and stuff free advertisement yeah free advertisement put them in music videos and stuff and then you see them dance and everything and then you, the viewer, that's that's you're the one that's being influenced. Some, if you like all these stuff, then you're gonna. A lot of people, they will spend their last paycheck just to buy things like Micah Mary, um, Canada Goose, and stuff like that. So it's like they feed all of this to you so you could go broke, just so they could get rich. And that's I think like. A lot of us fail to forget it's like we supposed to be creating generational wealth we always talk about how oh we need to create generational wealth but all the time what are we doing we feeding the same people that's trying to break us apart we put in we funding their pockets all the time instead of like going to a small business or whatever you gonna you say no I'm gonna go to the Gucci store and just spend a thousand dollars and the one thing I know is like that we all should know is like when you buy something a product clothes or whatever once you get it the value already starts deteriorating like another example when all these rappers they get 
the they get the they get the watches and then they put the diamonds like that watch right there that value deteriorates you can't you could you there's not a lot of stuff you could do with it but it takes us it is going to take a collective group of people in order for us to get where we want to be i think sometimes with social media how that um creates a backlash you have someone that has expensive jewelry or clothing and they put on social media they're going on a vacation it's always an inside job though yeah. Somebody comes into your house, they know where your stuff is, and they steal, they steal, they steal big from mm. you. So social media has its advantages and disadvantages. And it's necessary to know when to draw the line to be private about some of the things you have. Because a lot of people are jealous, and a lot of people don't have these things. And we, again, I go back to basics where it's good to wear quality merchandise, quality jewelry, quality clothing for special events. Yeah. Monitor who's coming into your house. Monitor your friends. And when it comes to social media's addictions. That's why I got cameras. <laughs> <laughs> you got social to. Social media addictions. Have the right friends to help each other monitor your indulging. Because it consumes your life. It brings but, a lot of people And it's a different kind of marketing like it was a long time ago. But it's the same principle. Society is distracting people from God's word. Yeah. You want to read the word on your phone, okay, on your iPad, but when you have the book of God and you're turning the pages and Hosea says, go to Isaiah 45, go to De Deuteronomy 28, it feels very different mm. for me. For me too. When you're reading the Bible and you're turning the pages and then you come across another scripture and you're like, wow. So you have this time where you're meditating and you're spending time with God. It puts something in your life, in your heart. This is quality time with the Holy Spirit. It brings me joy. That when you come out of that um, quality time with God, you feel so refreshed, you feel so good. People look at you, what do you have? You look so um, peaceful, Lord. Um, I can't put my hand on it. I'm spending time with God. You, social media, you got to put that away. Everything has its time. And the word still says, a time to play, a time to eat, a time to sleep, a time for that, da 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 But we always make excuses talking about we ain't got time for God. But like I said, we always make the excuses that we ain't got time for God. But the one quote I always tell people that always say, I don't have time is, yes, you do have time. Because we all get, God gave us the will to choose whether we want to be good and or evil. And we all evil. have 24 hours, whether you're rich or poor. Yeah, and, you, and we all, it's like we all have a pie, and the only person that is going to divide the pie in percentage is you, because it's your life. You choose whether or not you want to do this or not. So that's why I feel like when people just say, I don't have the time, I just feel like they're talking nonsense, because we do not live in places like... India and stuff where certain people do not have the opportunity to choose to make their own decisions. Because I know it's like a lot of people bash America, but America is one of the few places where you could come here and be nothing and become someone. Because a lot of these countries out here, like you'll be seen on video in Africa and such, like some people do not have the privilege. Mm -hmm. They don't have the privilege to get clean water. They don't have the privilege 
privilege to wear good sneakers and such such and such. America is one of the few places where you literally could turn nothing into something. Cause look at places like China. In China, they you can't be on the internet. You can't post certain stuff. You put po- you post bad about the you post bad about the president. They will come for you. Yeah, it's, it's over for you. <laughs> They're gonna, you're gonna be a dead man in the next twenty four you hours. Your grandma, your dog, your yeah. It's like you, you. That's why it's like yeah. we have the freedom. We don't fully have freedom of speech because mm-hmm. I personally feel like freedom in America is how much money you got. Because mm-hmm. the one thing I know is like the more, more money you got, the more power you have. Well, that's in America. Mm-hmm. Then you can say that that's for a lot of countries, but yeah, I think like we need to start being more grateful because if we was living in these other countries, we a lot of people wouldn't survive in these type of predicaments. Yeah. Yeah, I think in regards to everything that's been going on recently, especially in America, I think things have been getting worse basically because America is a money-driven country and because money is so scarce right now you know with 40 million people unemployed because of this pandemic or this pandemic whatever you want to say mm-hmm. um pandemic i think <laughs> i think it's tested a lot of people you know in many different ways i think the first way it tested us was our faith um then it tested our pockets then it tested our loyalty and i think we're still being tested even right now and I feel like our faith and our religion was tested because churches were closed, you know, no yeah. mass gatherings. Um, people couldn't, you know, fake the funk anymore. As in, like, you know, people that put on a costume every weekend and go into church yeah. and they clock in and clock back out, you know, nine to five, like you always say. Yeah. Um, <laughs> those people were tested. I know even me within my ministry, um, a lot of people disappeared. A lot of people disappeared from the church. We try to keep it going over the phone and on Zoom. Yeah. And as time went by, the numbers yeah. went lower and lower and lower and lower. lower, lower. So yeah. it was just me in there. <laughs> Where everybody wow. go? And it's not like they were busy. They were just distracted. Yeah. You know, like a lot of people chose to play video games. You know, 2K, you know, new PlayStation coming out. A new distraction every day. Um, you know, then the WAP video came out, and then yeah. Cardi B and Offset got divorced, and you know everybody we, got lost in the sauce. I knew that one was cooking for sure. So, so you know, it was so much distraction. You know, every every and and then every five minutes, go vote, go vote, go vote, go vote, go vote. Go vote. Yeah, vote and it's matters. like it is like okay, back to the regular schedule programming. Go vote, go vote. Then it's this, that, 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 that. You know, versus battle. And all this other stuff that kept coming and coming and coming is hitting you so quick, you know, versus battle, child molestation, um, all this other stuff that's on the news, stuff that's not on the the news, vaccine, Jeffrey Mm. Epstein, Bill Gates, Mm. all the um, killings, all the killings, um, George Soros, George Floyd, Pop Smoke, you know, there was so much, you're like, okay, and it's like, what am I mad about now again? (laughs) It's like every week something changes. It's like okay, Breonna Taylor, um, George and George and George Floyd, yeah. um, Pop Smoke. Okay, what's going on? What's now? the who's that guy that got shot in the back seven times? I don't even remember his name, bro. There's so yeah. much of him, and you know, and Jake, 
Jacob Blake. Yeah, Jacob Blake. Yes. Yeah. For yeah. some reason, he survived. He's yeah. supposed to survive. But he's I wonder how much money. Yeah. I wonder how much money they go send to him. Yeah, because being, you know, they get paid off death, and ironically enough, it's the cops shooting people and the taxpayers paying for it. Yeah. And we already broke, so hey, welcome. This is America. Yeah, the new America. Yeah. You know, I saw a video where they changed the um, the backside of the money now, mm. and there were different images that showed at one point the back of the money had the twin towers. Yeah. And they had the smoke coming from the twin towers. And then people found out. People found out. And now the back of the money got changed. So now it has something else more docile. It has that eye. And um that eye has always been there. Yeah. And it's just for those that are paying attention. And social media, of course, again, was created to distract people. Yeah. So when you don't stay quiet, and this is also where the Holy Spirit comes in, when you don't stay quiet the Holy Spirit can't talk to you because you're doing the map, you're watching the kids, you got the like you know, the WAP video, you got your personal stuff going on, then you got some of the friend calling you with some of the drama, and you don't even drink water. People yeah. don't even drink water. The, the, the groceries or the quality of groceries are going down, yeah. and just a lot of other things are happening. And so society wants to keep most people Sleep. Busy and distracted. Mm -hmm. They're not paying attention. The same way with this transition of the mask and the social distancing. Mm -hmm. We were always created to be close. Exactly. Yeah. Human beings were always created to touch. Yeah. With the social distancing, I know it's stressing a lot of people out because now you're not going to have a concert. You're not can't go for a cup of coffee. You can't meet with five, six friends somewhere mm -hmm. and just ch chill. The restaurants has limitations. You can't. Yeah. So it so it cuts into a lot of. We are nature's creatures that need each other for support and emotional feedback. Yeah. And society is continuing to cause these environments where we're alone and we're stranded. Yeah. We need somebody for support from somewhere and it's not there. So what do we do? Yeah, and, and honestly, it's, it's something planned. They call it the hydelic... Sorry, the Hungarian dialect, where it's like mm. problem, reaction, solution. Like they come up with a problem, mm. then everybody reacting yeah. like, "Oh, please help, help, help!" And like, "Okay, here you go." Oh, the <laughs> same <laughs> man that's helping you is the same man that's hurting you. Yeah, it's like it's okay. a psychological warfare. It's just like they're like, "Okay, a virus usually takes two to three years to produce. How you produce a I mean, a vaccine usually takes two to three years to mass produce, but all of a sudden a vaccine is produced in six months, and no one questions that, and people want to line up to take that vaccine. It doesn't make sense. And they're saying that people during the clinical trials is getting even more sick than with corona. And it's like, everybody's talking about the second wave, and it's like, is a second wave because they're going to bring a second wave. Yes. That's why they all know the second wave is coming. Yes. <laughs> How do you know a pandemic two is coming before pandemic two comes? It's like, like yeah. it's part of the plan. Yeah, but we live with a lot of viruses every day. Like, there's still yes. not a cure for SARS. There's still not a cure yes. for the flu. There's still not a cure for the common cold. There's still not a cure for AIDS. You know, and we live with these things every day. Like, people didn't stop having sex because of AIDS I or any STD. There is, there is a cure for AIDS, but they killed the man. Well, yeah, technically there is. 
now they got the prep thing where you just pop a pill and all of a sudden you don't catch AIDS anymore, which is weird, but no one questions that. Mm, that's very weird. <laughs> I wouldn't take that. I wouldn't I wouldn't advise people to take that at all either. But back to being thankful and you said something about um a lot of people don't see the struggle, a lot of people don't see the pain or the hardships that you go through, they only see the success. Um, Bishop T.D. Jake said it best, he said a lot of people look at me now and they see that I'm rich, but no one's seen when I was. I had to take money out of my pocket to put into the church in order to keep the church going. I had to put my suits in the washing machine and, they, and I washed them so many times that the instruments started coming out and my shoes were so bad that the soul started to eat out. And I remember days when I used to live like that. Like I, I remember my parents used to put clothes in the dry, and in the dry cleaners, and we had to wait a whole year before we could take them out. <laughs> <laughs> a year? I thought he was gonna say a week or two. <laughs> we used to, we used to send our clothes to dry cleaners twice a year, and and the one time we sent the the, the new clothes oh when we picked the old God. clothes up. <laughs> so it's like my daughter had a story like that. So like some suits. <laughs> I ain't seen I seen photos the whole year, bro. And I used to have to scrub these things out with a wet rag. Oh my god! And I used to wear shoes. I used to have one pair of sneaker a year, and then when my parents started getting a little bit of money, I used to get one sneaker, one boot. I used to get two jeans, one black, one blue, and I used to get five shirts. Put in rotation for the whole year. So now people look at me like, oh, this guy look like he's getting money, and people will be looking at me like a walking paycheck, and I'm like. Like, you guys don't understand, like, I still put money out of my pocket to support the real word. Like, we only really get money when we doing events and we ask for donation, but mm -hmm. this is a company that goes every day, you know? Mm -hmm. And it might not look like it, but I have employees. Some of them are not even in America, and I have to pay them every week. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I don't, I don't complain. Like, people don't hear me complain. Mm -hmm. People don't see me beg. Like, I gotta do what I gotta do, and that's working two, three jobs, mm -hmm. literally. And you know, like, I have to continue to fund this. So when people look at me like a paycheck, I'm like, what's your excuse, you know? When I had to get extra money, I started driving for Uber and Lyft. Like, I didn't complain, I would work a nine to five, then go work, I'm a five to nine, or five to 10. Like, when I, when I first got married, my family would only see me in the morning time, and my wife would only see me in the morning when I left for work in the morning and at night when I came back from 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 both my jobs at night and that was the first year like I had to struggle and I I, I didn't complain one time I had to do what I had to do as a man mm -hmm. so when other men grown men that don't even got as much responsibility as me got got their hand out and they in their feelings because I'm not giving them a handout you gotta understand that as a man, the Bible says you're you're supposed to tend to tend to the earth and provide for your family. So if you're not doing that, then you're just wasting time. Like you might as well give God back that breath that He loaned to you. Hello? And I'm glad you said that because the word also says a man who does not work should not eat. Number one, number two, we all have talents, we all have skills, and go within yourself and find out what those talents are. It's really not that deep. It's what not. can I do? What can I do? The same way you could take the skills to hustle to sell water, same way you can hustle to, and I'm not saying to steal, but the same way you can hustle and be creative. You can find ways. You have senior citizens around. Help them take their bags home yeah. with a good heart. 
Mm. Not with intentions to knock them over the head and take their purse. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and this is part of that thankful cycle. Because once you help someone, automatically someone will turn around and help you out. This is the law of the universe. Yeah, you see the process. seasons. You see the seasons. Seeds fall into the earth. The leaves are eventually going to fall. You know, again, they're fertilizing the earth, keeping the trees strong, giving them nutrients because eventually they have to come back in the spring and bring more leaves, providing food to the squirrels and all the little creatures around because the world, God created the world for us to be self-sustaining. We support each other. It's a cycle. Mm -hmm. And as, as um, Pastor Ricard said, God has given him wisdom. You have a car, do Uber. Whatever you have, use what you have in your hand. You can bake, you can cook, you can help your neighbor. Male or female, you can look out for the little boys with a good heart. Yes. Not any destructive behavior, not any evil intention. Because again, what goes around comes around. Beat it. <laughs> and you just want to be able to sow good seeds across the board. The family you're helping, they'll be grateful and thankful. You can be grateful and thankful to somebody else that will look out for you. Yo, brother, you look like my size. I have a couple jackets at home. Here. This is how life works. When you do it the clean way, when you follow the God's principle, it's simple, it's a no-brainer, and it's a win-win, I like to say. Because you don't owe anyone anything, but everywhere you go, just look for an opportunity to bless someone. Mm. How can I help somebody? Can I help someone today? Can I help someone today? Can I help someone today? Whether you give a dollar, whether you buy somebody coffee, whether you buy somebody food, no judging, and just help and keep it moving. Help and keep it moving. Because you don't know where you're going to be where somebody else is going to help you. No yes, strings you, attached. You have a great point of that. I mean, I came across that situation where this one person, when he was down, I helped that person. And then me, when I went through a situation, he was the first person I had my back. And then I remember we spoke and then he he. He was telling me where everybody that was around was like, oh, why you do that for him? Why you do that for him? Oh, nah, you should have never done that for him. Never, never. And then, like, I spoke to that person today. And, like, that person, like, I'm going I'm to I'm give a number. That person lost $8,000 just for me. And I was surprised. I was like, wow, like, you're a real person. But... That goes to say of where, like, the more you give, the more you receive back in return. Because I wasn't expecting any of this. And at that moment, I was like, I didn't really have much control of the situation. Because usually, I usually have control of the situation most, nine out of ten times. But that was the one time I didn't have control of the situation. But that person was there for me. And that same person, I, I didn't even look at him like he would be the type of person to do that for me but he was he always used to say say it but i never used to believe him but yeah like giving back is really how you really grow because the more you give back it's like somebody's always watching that's one thing i know somebody's always watching when you give it back you might not be able to see every Everyone that's watching with your eyes, but somebody's always watching when you give giving back. So you might feel like, oh, why am I doing this? It's not worth it. But one day when you going through a rough time, that person going to show up and they're going to help you. 
Yeah, and I think even, you know, like I could say that the amount of, I don't want to call it fame, but the amount of recognition that I received, um, especially recently, wasn't until I started getting into ministry and even when I started giving back. You know, when we started um, this not-for-profit and we started doing all these donations to people, that's when, you know, um, we ended up on television, we ended up in newspapers, um, we ended up with all these awards and rewards, you know. We were acknowledged by city councilmen and senators and um, published in papers and journals. And right. if you told me that this was going to happen three, four years ago, I would never believe it. Not through doing this, doing doing community service and doing all of these things. So like, and, and that way I was able to meet a lot of influential people. Um, and, you know, even meeting them and telling them our story of how we got here, you know, to them is like amazing. But to me it's like, yo, like this is what we had to do yeah. to get here. And I didn't have the 2020 hindsight to see it, but God had a plan, mm -hmm. you know, now people saying, oh, you're so smart. Like, yo, like we respect everything that you're doing, your business mind and all that. Like, I never imagined myself to be a business owner or have a business mind, let alone to like take it to this degree or this, or this, this level, you can say, but, you know, I guess it's the meaning blessings, you know, and even living your everyday life but just being able to share your story in front of the camera for people to actually watch you know like like today i went on youtube when they said in the last 48 hours we 10 we had 10,000 views on the youtube nice. like i would have never thought that Amen. i would have never guessed that but that transitions into that growing market of those growing viewers that you inspire whether individually or collectively. Mm -hmm. Because people always like looking at somebody else, oh wow, look what he's doing, look what he's doing. And sometimes people say, if he could do that, I could do that. That is good, but everyone still has their own lane. Mm -hmm. Everyone still has their own purpose and connection. So yes, you're a leader. Yes, he can be a perfect divine connector, but then he also needs to be aware of what his talents are to help you to be more than. Mm -hmm. You have 10,000 views, what else and how can we brainstorm to have 100,000 views the next time? Mm -hmm. You know, and it's that kind of teamwork, that kind of unlimited divine openness. It could be done. How can it be done? God has to give us, give us away. The fact that you had the idea, you started with 10,000, and I'm definitely open-minded and knowing that God is unlimited when you trust God and he's included in everything you do. Yeah. There's a possibility. Yeah. And, and you can tell... People can tell from your story, you don't stop. You're just like that energy of money to the 10th power. The grind don't <laughs> stop, man. And which is a good thing because this is not a good word. A lot of people are lazy. That's a fact. People and expect money to just Social media them. makes them even more lazy. Yeah. So then who needs to wash? Who needs to go out? The bus is free. Look at the, I heard the bus driver said the other day. The bus was free for six months. Someone came in the bus and said, yo, I don't have the fare. The bus driver was like, the fare was free for six months. <laughs> you did not have 275? I was like, wow, it was six months. The bus was free. Yeah. 
At what point do you realize somebody got to pay that bill? Yeah. Because I was really wondering, even though I enjoyed it, I'm like, at what point is this going to stop? Because I was conscious, like, when is this going to stop? Like, because they're going in the rent, the buses are still running. You got to pay for the train, but the bus was still running. They're still free. It was a point we where it changed us. We enjoyed the free ride, but some point it has to stop. Mm-hmm. And there's a certain level of accountability. So this situation right now with this pandemic, I look at this because I work at home. Mm-hmm. So I'm home every day. For someone who's home every day, you want to think you can eat anything and sit around every day and you grow this way. Mm-hmm. This way. That's not good. Because it affects your health. Of course. And then the situation presents itself and you don't want to go to the hospital. And then doctors are going to want to give you pills. So you're back into a vicious cycle because you weren't sick before. And the pills always give you side effects. So now, I'm just looking at the other side of everyone. Please continue to be proactive. Continue to be mindful. Go for an afternoon walk. A lot of people are still not working, but find a way to help somebody else. Run up and down the stairs. Do something because it affects your health. And when your health becomes poor, you're affected when these germs pass around. And being thankful that you have legs. Being thankful you don't have legs. You still can go out and do something. Get some fresh air. Thank God for waking you up to a new day. Being grateful to bless someone else. Of course. And it, it goes a long way. I want to share an example of being thankful and blessing people. I went to the store, the pharmacy, and the Holy Spirit said to withdraw because I was playing with my card. Holy Spirit said withdraw $10. I'm like, I don't need cash right now, so I don't need it. Once I stepped outside the store, the $10 was from a man who was asking for a donation. I went back in the store, bought a roll of paper towels, got the $10, and gave it to the guy. And I said, I'm sorry, I had a delay. I asked God to forgive me. But we don't know why we're doing things sometimes, and we don't always have to know the answer. But I'm thankful that I have, that I can withdraw $10 to give to somebody else. It's just like what the Bible says, bring ye all your bring ye all your tithes into into my storehouse and and you'll have an overflow. Amen. And it's similar to today, right? I, I, ironically since since I started the real world, I've been getting donations. Like you've been there where people donated a whole apartment to us, like wow. everything in the apartment, like wow. like just take everything. We have to get U hauls and just load it up. <laughs> <laughs> and some of these things be in very great conditions. Yeah, some sometimes we don't even got a place to put them. So like we have a we have a storage somewhere up here like that full of stuff. And, and someone came by and it was like, yo, like I know someone that really needs Amen. some stuff. And I was like, yeah, just let me know whatever they could come. Like, that's what we here for. Amen. He's like, yeah, you're right. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, it's for yeah. us to give out. I said, I have so much that I can't Amen. give it out fast enough. Like, wow. you understand? Like, I'm trying to, that's awesome. I'm trying to throw an event to give all the stuff away because literally over the storage house is overly over is is overflowing like (laughs) shoes coats clothes everything and you would think during a pandemic like things would be slow but people been donating a lot and I've even been contacted by a by a company and 
in Florida and they was trying to tell us like, yo, we see the things that you guys are doing. Um, try to do a shoe drive. If you could get for every a certain amount of pound of shoes you, you, you get, we'll give you a certain amount of money. So if you get a hundred, a hundred bags of shoes, we'll give, we'll, we'll donate a thousand dollars to your foundation and we'll take these shoes and we'll send them overseas Amen. to kids that don't need it on top of Amen. that and we'll even come pick the shoes up. Amen. So it's like, you know, all these connections that I'm getting through this nonprofit organization, awesome. even th through people that, you know, give me inside information on on buildings and that's how I helped my church in purchasing a building, you know, through those connections. Amen. And it's below market value too. So it's like you know, a lot of a lot of blessings yeah. came through that, and that's from helping other people. Like I've made friends with millionaires that I would have never thought that I'll be yeah. friends with, and they do me favors for free, just off the strength. Like yo, you're helping yeah. a lot of people. We think what you're doing is awesome. Yeah, we're not gonna give you like cash, but we're gonna give yeah. you resources and benefits. Like do this and do that. Like, I'll take the resources yeah. instead of the cash. I've even signed a contract with um, We Care, the people, the back to work program where like people in welfare will come and work for the real world for free so they could receive their welfare benefits. So it's like, I would have never thought I'd sign a contract awesome. with, 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 with people. Wow. I used to be on public assistance as a kid. Like I used to be on welfare and get wood checks. I didn't see my first dollar until I was 11 years old. My first roll paper dollar, like we used to have stacks of food stamps, all colors, red, green, brown. We used to go to the store. Yeah, we used to go to the store with the one brownish color, one dollar food stamp. We used to get all the candy in there. <laughs> Give me it all. <laughs> so it's like, you know. It's nothing wrong with being on food stamps. <laughs> so now to come from there, you know. To, to that, I remember yeah. the juicy juice that came in the big can and you had to yeah. punch the holes at yeah, the top yeah, of the knife yeah, and not yeah, get yeah, yeah, over They don't even sell those no yeah. more. You can only get like two two cereals, either kicks or cornflakes. Not the frosted flakes, <laughs> it's the regular cornflakes where you gotta add your own sugar. Wait, <laughs> oh no. I can't eat that. And we pick the kicks every single time because <laughs> nobody not. I don't blame you, bro. I'm not eating so, you know, cornflakes. You will get the big gallon of milk, the cornflakes, and the juicy juice in the can on the wood checks. Like those used to be the only. That's a staple. That, yeah, That's a yeah. Those were the only checks that we used to be signing back oh in the days. My gosh. And now you know we got checks that say the World Word Ministries Incorporated. Mm -hmm. So. But I've been changed, so. Amen. Yeah. So let's close out. Closing thoughts? You know, my closing thoughts, Arrow's the same. Everything in life come with a price. Mm -hmm. Continue to be mindful. Every time you wake up, please say thank, thank you, God. Be thankful for your family, for what you have. Whether it's something or nothing, just be thankful. And God will provide more. Just believe God is awesome. Amen, amen. My closing thought is, um, don't look at where you start. Just keep looking towards where you want to finish. Um, one thing that I've learned while I was in college, um, from Nipsey Hussle, RIP to the legend, is that life is a marathon. It's not a race. And the way I was finally able to comprehend it is that a lot of us try to finish things fast because we think it's a race. That's why we 
we do we we go after fast cars, try to get fast women, and we try to get fast money, and all that does is it just ends your life fast. But while working overnight, stock in the warehouse while I was in college full time, I learned that life was a marathon. I knew at 23 I wasn't gonna be where I'm at at 32. If you replace it and turn it backwards, now at 32, like I wasn't able to see all of this at 23, but God kept working in me. And because I stayed focused and I understood that it was a marathon, I took the steps from working in that warehouse. I went from associate's degree to bachelor's degree to working on the master's and even God willing, keep going further. And, you know, I came from being a worker to being a business owner. And it's a marathon. I'm still going, you know, I'm still running my race, you know, and there's could have been a lot of things that could have ended me quick. But I thank God for doing the divine intervention coming in my life and turning my life around. And through me, like I said, we've been able to help thousands and touch millions. So just be thankful for where you at. Like like I said before, I came from wearing one pair of sneakers to coming being on welfare public assistance to being to working with the welfare program. Amen. So if that's not a big enough testimony for you, Amen. I don't know what is. Amen. So we thank you for watching the real world. I thank you for we thank you for all your love and support, all the all of the people that's been watching and has been supporting. Um, we in the fifth season. So we thank you all for helping us to get this far. Remember, this was a show that started off in the basement. Um, and we made it this far, and we're going to get even further. Um, we want to shout out to all our partners, all of the people that has um, sponsored us. Shout out to all our sponsors. It's too much to name. Um, but we thank you all. Um, Watch out for this episode 29. <laughs> and we just thank you all for being here with us today. Um, so, Miss Yvette, you will start us with a prayer. You close it out with this prayer. Okay. Heavenly Father, I thank you so much for thanking you for what you've done in her lives. You will continue to do it. Thank you, God, that you've made a difference to all those that have been watching this message and those that will watch it again and again. You're the center of our lives, and that's why we have your joy in our heart. You're the center of our lives, and let it be seen, Father, to the world. Once you're included, everything is consistent, and all will be well. We thank you, we bless you, magnify your name. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen. Amen, amen. There's only one Ace Irving, bro. <laughs> only one. So we say that. And shout out to Thorley, Gentile Lives Matter. Um, so, and Brooklyn, of course. So we thank you all for watching, we thank you all for supporting, we thank you all for being here tonight with us. Thank you and God bless. And it's the real world, it's the real